It's the Patreon patrons bonus material. <laughs> okay, that's not a song. Hang on, let me do it again. It's the Patreon patron bonus material. No, wait, bonus content. Let's call it that. It's the Patreon patron bonus content. Well, that was a hoot. All right, guys. So uh, you would have listened to some of the other bonus content. We've got listeners, comments, and also um, bite-sized advice from fabulous peers and friends of mine who are working in the industry and just have a little something to share. So I thought, let's let's just get into it, right? Creative Hustle. You just listened to the episode and you're like, mm, tell me more. I can't sing the song because I haven't got the copyright, but I was going to go, tell me more, tell me more. Um, you know, the rest of the song. All right. So this one is from Chris. Paper. You know, I love paper. All right. So he says, work ethic. When it's 5% inspiration, 95% admin, it's got to be a really demanding creative drive for my will to get behind the idea and start trying to manifest it. Um, I think what, what Chris is really describing there is a project that he's not into because the impetus I would say for the most part, for most people, and please message me if I got this wrong, but the impetus always comes from creative drive. So if it feels like it's incredibly sort of um, mechanics heavy to get something in play, that might mean that you're just not into it. Or if it feels like it's incredibly mechanical getting into play. Now, obviously, sometimes you have to sort of um, lay the foundations to be able to do something. So... Um, oh gosh, I can't even think of an example because I, I, I immediately went to my book. But even with that, it started with the creativity and then the sort of m- mechanics, the practical, uh, the practical tasks came after. So I had the idea for the book. And then after that, then I had to do the, you know, writing up a treatment, which is quite a mechanical process of certain things that you ideally want to be in a treatment for, you know, whatever uh, write, writing project that you're doing. So even then I started with the creative impulse and then the practical tasks came afterwards. So if Chris, for you, uh, the balance is 5% inspiration, 95% Yeah. Do you know what? At the end of the day, uh, a lot of creativity, when you take it in its totality, that is the ratio that you're going to be dealing with. Because that's why I think a lot of people love starting projects and they're not very good at finishing them, or they may struggle with finishing them because the creative impulse that had you go, I'm going to write a book or, you know, whatever the project is, that's, oh, that's golden. That's like an awesome feeling. That's like a top buzz. Do you know what I mean? But then after the buzz of, ah, I've just had a great idea for a song or whatever it is, has subsided and you have to actually start composing the song. Oh, oh, that note's a bum note. That doesn't fit. That doesn't work. Oh, I need a chorus. Oh, I need to hire a drummer. I, uh, 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 you know, all that, that bit's not as fun. So, uh, I would say that a lot of the creative process is those more practical step-by-step pieces that are quite mundane And I think this is probably why it's so important that we enjoy every part of the process because a majority of it is that, isn't it? Nuts and boltsy work. Inspiration is easy and inspiration is all around us. If you go to episode eight of the podcast on ideas, you'll see, you'll hear, 
rather, where everything that I think about, you know, inspiration and ideas being all around us all the time and that it's just a matter of us using our antenna to bring them down. So, um, yeah, it's, it's tough because inspiration is sexy and fun and, ooh, I've just had a great idea for a blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you a quick story. <laughs> it's not really, it, anyways, it just made me laugh. I, through a friend, met this guy who read uh, birth charts and I had a, um, uh, I had a reading with him and it was really hyperbolic. You're going to just have the best life ever type of reading. And he was like, oh, um, and you know, he said he was in LA and I was like, oh, I'm coming out to LA shortly. It'll be lovely to meet up. And you know, when you just meet someone and your idea of them <laughs> just falls through the floor. He's, he's the son of a really famous person, like super famous person. And, but he, I, I feel like he hasn't quite mm, capitalized on the opportunities that were given him in life. I think, I think he's rested back on his laurels a little bit. Let me put it like that. Anyway, so we, we met up and, oh yeah, that was it. Because when I got to LA, he said, oh yeah, I've had a great idea for a TV show that I would love to involve you in. And I think we should meet and talk about it. So I was like, what? Because I hadn't, you know, really spent any time in LA. So this seemed crazy. Like the the son of this super famous person wanted to meet me to discuss a TV show idea that I would be the star of. I mean, LA is the best place ever. This is what I was thinking at the time. Anywho, so he arranges to meet me and um, he's late. So his wife turns up or sort of girlfriend uh, sort of uh, what they call common law. That's it. I think that's where, where they were at. Common law girlfriend, what, uh, common law wife. Anyway, she shows up and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Such and such is, um, yeah, he's running a bit late. So we sit there having this super awkward conversation, waiting for him to turn up. And he turns up sort of a bit bedraggled and <laughs> just, you know, like, this is what I'm saying. Like when your uh, expectations of someone sort of falls through the floor, I'm like, oh, you're, you don't quite match my you know, you're talking like you're some big time producer or whatever. Anyway, um, so we, we, he tells me about this idea and he's basically like, okay, so what I'm imagining is a cop show and like, you're like the lead, lead cop. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, that's, that, that's kind of it. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is, you draw me out of my bed for, well, I, you know, the, the thing that killed me about it, right, is that I had bought the coffees and the tea, you know, I'd bought all the drinks and the food and all the rest of it. And and I was just sitting there just thinking, are you sitting, like, anybody could have thought of that. Anybody could have literally looked at me and just gone, lawyer, um, TV show, what do you think? Uh, firefighter, TV show, what do you think? Teacher at a kindergarten, TV show, what do you think? And I was just like, are you serious right now? This is what I mean about ideas are everywhere. It's executing on them. That is the graft. And that is when an idea comes into being. They're just nebulous, transitory, ephemeral things until you start putting the nuts and bolts work in to make them something real. So he went off, I footed the bill and I figured out this guy was an absolute charlatan. <laughs> But, you know, that's the thing about LA. It's full of people who are just basically full of it. <laughs> so that was a really good learning curve for me. Anyway. All right. So listen, let's have a listen to another bite-sized piece of advice. Let me see who it's going to be. Oh, yes. Okay. This is one of my favorite people in the entire world. So uh, David, Jesse and I have been friends since we met on a show called Sea of Souls. I don't know if any of you guys remember it. Bill Patson was the lead in it. And it was about these group of people that were investigating like paranormal stuff, but 
it, it, the, it always ended like unconcluded as to whether the paranormal really existed or not. It's a really cool show. Anywho, David has been kind enough to give me a bit of um, bite-sized advice that I'm using in these extras, but he's also going to be part of some future episodes that I haven't even yet recorded. So almost you're, you're, you're time traveling with this in a way on some level. This is David's advice on creative hustle. Creative hustle. I think we love that. We love that expression, creative. I'm just, you know, I'm just out here getting my thing. I'm on this hustle thing. I'm creating. I had to spin that on its head. And I am going to say, what about thinking of the rest period? So giving yourself set time to go to work. From this hour to this hour, I'm working out. From this hour to this hour, I'm going to send a couple emails. I'm going to tap into that. I'm going to chase that up. From this hour to this hour, I'm offline. Because I think when you are blessed to have a passion for something and then you're blessed to get to do that something for a living, I think it can be hard to switch off. And... I think that can be detrimental to our health and our experience as human beings. I think David makes a great point. Rest. As I believe I have said in the episode already, your creative hustle, whatever it looks like, is not complete if it doesn't include rest. At the time of me recording this, let me tell you something, I'm exhausted and I am really having to be so conscious of not just scheduling the things that I have to do, but of making room to rest. And even when I start to feel a little bit rejuvenated again, I've got to be disciplined with myself and say, no, no, no. Even if you feel like you can do that now, think of what the knock-on effect of doing this thing now is going to be later on. So an example is like, today I'm feeling super tired. And I thought to myself, I'd already planned that I would go for a run. But I said to myself, even though you could physically get yourself out there and go for a run, and you might actually even enjoy it, think of what the knock-on effect is going to be for the rest. You've still got three days. It's Tuesday today. So you've still got three days of this week to go. And you know, you run today and you could, you could essentially just wear yourself out. You might just run, be running on fumes by the time it gets to the end of the week. So scheduling rest as sort of anal as it may sound, I promise you, I promise you it is vital. And I'll tell you for why is not when you're not busy, because it's easy when you're not busy, when you've only got a couple of things to do in the diary or nothing or you're, you you know, things are a little bit more fluid or someone else schedules for you. But when you start to get busy and I'm very busy at the moment, I'm not saying that to look at me because busyness isn't always a great thing. Do you know what I mean? It might mean you've not organized yourself very well, but I'm very busy at the moment. And so for me, scheduling has been my savior. If I decide, you know, either I do it last thing at night or first thing the following morning, go, this is what tomorrow looks like. And it includes breaks. And I know when I stop working, I know it's six o'clock or whatever time it is, because otherwise, accumulatively, what you're doing just builds up and builds up and builds up to the point where you you break down. So instead of um, breaking down, why not give yourself, why not plan ahead? 
so that that doesn't happen, so that you can you can sustain through everything that you have to do. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, I was working on a personal development program and I was I was helping to basically organize it and putting this thing together, which was a, it was a voluntary thing as well. So I was having to balance it, manage the schedule of that amongst uh, beside my work. Right. And putting it together was draining. So by the time we even headed to the venue, it was a residential event as well. So by the time we headed to the venue, I was already knackered. Anyway, so the event starts and I'm sort of like in charge of keeping the sort of logistics of the whole thing moving. And we get to day one, day two, day three, and I'm I'm, I'm tired now. But I but it's such a buzz, like having this thing work out and just the adrenaline of, wow, I'm doing this. I've like, you know, three days in, no rest or whatever. You know, we're stuck up at six and bed at uh, midnight or whatever. Anywho, uh, at one point, the sort of boss lady of the, the company says, do, do you need a break? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm, I'm just going through. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I got this. I got this. You know, this is Wednesday now. Then Thursday uh, in the morning, I had to go and ask somebody for something and they sort of brushed me off. And I got, I just burst into tears. I was like, I went back to the, the boss lady. And I was like, you can't, ha- you can't allow blah, blah, blah to talk to people like that because it is not okay. <laughs> and she's like, and, and no sympathy here. I mean, she was kind, but she wasn't sympathetic because she's like, I asked you if you needed a break. And now I have to, <laughs> you know, now I have to give you like loads more time. So I had to, I, you know, she gave me a break until say 11 and at 11, I was still on my knees. So she said, listen, take the, take the whole morning off. So I went for a little walk and stuff like that. But what my, the reason I'm telling you this is it's, it shows that demonstrated to me, you have got to anticipate when you will need a rest. Rest as a reaction to your situation is kind of almost too late. I mean, it's better than nothing, but it's kind of too late. So if you can factor that into when you're coming up with your particular brand of creative hustle, make sure there's rest, not as a reaction, but as a response, as a responsible thing that you can do to, to nurture your own creativity. Now we're talking about schedules. Well, I've got a singing lesson now, so I'm going to go, but listen, thank you patrons. I say it every time, but I genuinely mean it. You are keeping the lights on. You are keeping the conversation going. And so I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me for this little dollop on the side of creative source. Um, did you like the names that I gave you guys on Patreon? Like creative source, creative sources, awesome sources okay fine all right well listen until next time on the show i will see you then <laughs>